Welcome to the Workforce Management Podcast, delivered to you by ShopWorks Workforce Solutions. The podcast that explores everything you need to know about workforce management, the technologies involved, strategies and processes, the trends and the solutions. Hi everyone, I'm Ian Hogg, CEO and co-founder of ShopWorks. And welcome to the Workforce Management Podcast. My guest today is Jake Bates who's a workforce management consultant at ShopWorks with me. Um, hi, Jake. Hi, Ian. Thanks for having me on. Uh, so this episode, I want to talk about time and attendance. So one of the things that I often find when I'm speaking to customers is there's a bit of confusion between time and attendance, workforce management, um, you know, and, and how it impacts on payroll yep. in particular. So I just want to you know, just do a bit of an educational piece to just make sure we can differentiate the two and people know, know what the differences are and know what time and attendance is all about. So why don't we just start with um, uh, start with an overview of that difference? What do you think the difference between time and attendance and workforce management is? I think it depends on the complexity of the business. Um, I'll talk a lot about kind of the the way businesses are set up: hourly, fixed versus fixed shifts. Um, I think if we start with what is time and attendance, for any of those who don't know, in very simple terms, time and attendance is a way of capturing hours worked. And the reason we want to know that is for payroll to know how much I'm going to get paid compliance to making sure we're dealing with working time directives um, but also managing from a workforce management perspective actually understanding what hours we work and whether we work those hours and they, whether they coincide so tab attendance is a way of capturing that um, I think a good point to focus on is understanding the complexity of the business um, understanding overtime shifts and do they attract a premium rate and where we're tracking that um, but time and attendance I suppose for the workforce management is the the auto match between the scheduling and what's actually happening versus what actually happens. Fine. So the time and attendance is basically is just the working out how many hours I worked. Yep. The workforce management is adding that to sort of scheduling and and other other sort of tools. Is is that is that a good description? Yeah, and I suppose if we look at a traditional way of time and attendance would be writing down on a timesheet I've turned up. Time and attendance is digitized in that process, which when you get to larger headcount companies it becomes quite tricky to kind of track. Yeah, fine. So time and attendance could be, and I've, se- I've seen this in loads of organisations, there's literally a, 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 a ring binder yeah. where I put, right, like, right, Ian, oh, 900 started. That, yeah. that, that, that counts as time and attendance. The old-fashioned clock-in. Clock-in. That all <laughs> counts. Okay, fine. And um, what does modern time and attendance look like? I think it depends on the business and what you're trying to capture. Um, if we look at, manufacturing logistics construction you might need access to allow someone onto a site which will require not only yes i've turned up from health and safety one my hours but two can you allow me access into a building um a retail shop could be something as simple as i've turned up and i've gone home and it's as simple as touching on a punch app on a mobile device for example so you can go biometrics um they they range from different kind of fingerprints facial recognition um I think nowadays time and attendance has come on leaps and bounds. There are lots and lots of options. So finding out in particular of your industry what works is kind of a key part of that. Okay. And, you know, so what sort of, so you mentioned sort of construction there. So what sort of organisations use time and attendance? Um, we see it a lot within retail, leisure, um, hospitality, care. I think lots of zero-hour kind of shift-based workers where there's a use case where you're moving staff around and that could be if we look at leisure for example I may come in the morning work on reception 
and then I might go home and come back as a lifeguard or you might move around the business. So when we're moving people around a business or a department or a store, whatever that happens to be, we can track that movement and cost them um, appropriately. Okay, and so so fine. So if I've got this sort of fairly flexible working hours workforce, yeah. um, what sort of things does it help me do as an employer to have this sort of time and attendance tracking? Um, a, a big thing is to make sure you've turned up when we expect you to turn up. Um, I'm not saying this ever happens in any business, but I can assure you it does happen in some businesses. Um, the, <laughs> I'm scheduled to start at nine. I've rolled through the door at quarter past nine. I've written down nine o'clock. Um, that might not seem like a lot, but 15 minutes times 2,000 employees a year suddenly adds up. So when we talk about in other podcasts, business case and ROI and what kind of time and attendance can do, it can save a lot of money. There's a big kind of ROI on getting a grip on people actually getting paid what they work. Yeah, and, and presumably there's an operational benefit. Like if I needed that shop open at nine and somebody turns up at quarter past nine, the shop's not open, the customers walk around the door. Yeah, I think if you're an area manager, one of the things you lose as you expand and you get bigger is visibility. So actually understanding my trading hours and understand where the shop's open and making sure people have turned up um, on time. So that's kind of a key part of that. Okay. And what about, you know, payroll? What's it, how does it interact with payroll? You know, so presumably there's some involvement. Yeah, I think it comes back to the, the best the best person to know if they've been ducked their pay is the employee, and they're quite keen to tell the payroll, on payday, you've ducked me my 50p. I think what time and attendance does is it allows you to confirm those hours. Um, so poor payroll, when they get to Friday, they're not picking up the phone and trying to understand why were you late, Ian, or you might have been off. So we're capturing that in real time. Um, from a HMRC compliance perspective, under 18s when we need to be managing their lunch breaks and we need to know from a working time directive what their hours are it's all auditable as well so we can digitize that okay and you, and you talked about some savings coming in so, yeah. so like the, the example you're not paying somebody because they were 15 minutes late yeah typically what sort of impact do you see that having on the business we've seen up to six percent saving on their yearly payroll um but you'll always be looking if you're if you're still using Excel or you haven't got any time in attendance by putting biometric readers in, I, I would stand by two three percent as a minimum. So it's a really really large part of putting in workforce management and time in attendance. Fine. So actually, so if you had a workforce management platform, because I, I know you can get workforce management without necessarily switching the time in attendance off. Yes. You 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 would say that the just the time in attendance element adds a couple of percent at least of the, of the savings that for putting in a workforce management platform. Yeah, and I think for maybe your fixed shifts, um, those sort of businesses where it's not so much around the flexibility, um, for your more zero-hour contract, flexible-hour contracts, they're where, you're, yeah, you'll definitely see a minimum 2-3% we see. Okay. Listen, I, I, I think that's clear and concise. Yep. Um, I, I, I get it. Have you written a blog article for us? Is there one on the on the website? Yeah, there'll be a small link on the um, bottom of the podcast where people can go through and add more details. Um, they go into far more details, but yeah, there's so many options out there. Um, so there's definitely a lot to read. Yeah. Okay. And um, yeah, well, listen, Jake, thanks for coming on. And, and listeners, if you want to go to that, follow the link and uh, or contact Jake via LinkedIn or via email, which will be on the, on the notes yeah. as well. Brilliant. Thanks, Ian. Thank you.